Manna or Meatloaf, Episode 43, The Now. Hello, hello. This episode might be a little bit shorter, but in just over four hours, Doug and I are flying to California to bring our kids and that beautiful baby boy Baker home. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. Okay, everybody says they love it when I sing. Until I sing. Okay, here we go. A few Sundays ago, my husband and I were talking to my dear, sweet mother-in-law. We call her at least every Sunday evening while we're playing cards usually. This woman is incredibly acute. She is so alert and aware. She's 88 and is as sharp as a tack, I'm telling you. She's an incredibly skilled pianist, and she still teaches lessons, if you can even imagine. Anyway, my husband was commenting on her impressive mental state and asked if she was still playing solitaire on the computer, which she used to do quite a bit. She loved it. She was so cute, and she told us that she quit cold turkey. We kind of giggled, almost expecting her to tell us maybe that it had become a vice, which stole a lot of her time, like so many other activities on the computer can sometimes do. I know she really loved it and prided herself on being pretty darn good. She probably used it a bit like so many others do as a distraction or coping strategy to unwind or decompress or just simply to fill up some blank time. But she went on to say that she gave up playing when she realized after her sweetheart passed that she spent way too much time playing instead of being with him. She said that was one of her biggest regrets and one of the first things she would apologize for when she saw him again. There was silence on our end of the phone. That got our attention really fast, as you can imagine. We had a couple of our kids home, and the card game came to a screeching halt as we each took a second to look at our spouses and those around us a little more deeply. It's so easy to do, isn't it? To sometimes take for granted those we love. And it's maybe even easier sometimes to not be present when we are with them. Being present has become a catchphrase over the past decade or so, hasn't it? So I found what best describes the ability to be fully present on, believe it or not, the Manhattan Mental Health Counseling website. It describes being present as, quote, being fully conscious of the moment and free from the noise of internal dialogue. It's often associated with feelings of stillness and peace. Sensations often seem sharper. Those who inhabit this present state frequently report a sense of experiencing life as it really is and being free from delusion. We are all present from time to time, but being able to summon this state of mind and staying in it for lengths of time takes practice. The mind wanders. It revisits the past. It explores and plans for the future. That's its default mode, end quote. I have thought the very same thing, so I loved what it said. I think the hard part of living in the now or being fully present is that, like the website said, it takes accepting the now as exactly what it is. And that may not be all that fabulous all the time. That may include heartache, illness, loneliness, depression, financial distress, unemployment, death, addiction, or a myriad of other things that resemble, well life. And it may simply be easier to wish the now looked a little more like, 
Well, the future or the past, anything but what we have to be uncomfortable in now. Joshua Glenn Clark said, We waste so many days waiting for the weekend, so many nights wanting morning. Our lust for future comfort is the biggest thief of life. End quote. That makes you think, doesn't it? No one wants to be uncomfortable in the now, and sometimes denial is a happy little place. We've all been there, but guess what? The future will still be full of things that resemble, well, life. (laughs) And the problem is that if we keep wishing the now looked a bit more like what we dream the future will be, or what the best parts of our past recall, we may wish our lives away without even realizing it. And the future is going to be here soon enough, faster actually than most of us would like to admit. So why give that precious time away? Now, do not get me wrong. I'm just as guilty as the next person. As a mother, I know I remember thinking, I wish the baby could walk, or I wish the toddler could talk. And then it was, I wish the toddler that's now walking wasn't. I wish the teenager was little again. I wish the grandbabies weren't growing so fast. And now as I look over the 53 years of life I've got under my belt, I'm saying, I wish I had more time with this person or during this stage of my life. I wish I had spent more time on me or my talents, or my cooking, or housekeeping, or healthy eating, well, you get the idea. The only way to sidestep those regrets is to live fully exactly where and in the life, stage, and place you are right now. In a BYU commencement address in April 2018, Jared T. Blanchard titled his thoughts, The Importance of Being Present. I loved what he said. Quote, it has been said that 80% of success is showing up, but even more important than our physical presence is our mental presence. In his book, The Screwtape Letters, C.S. Lewis gave a profound description of the present that has stuck with me for years. He wrote, The present is the point at which time touches eternity, of the present moment, and of it only humans have an experience analogous to the experience which God has of reality as a whole. In it alone, freedom and actuality are offered. As we avoid being prisoners of the past and future, it is also important to avoid being prisoners to present distractions. End quote. Don't you love that? So many powerful things to digest there. It again reminded me of the experience of Doug's mom that I shared at the beginning. How many times are we with someone, but not really with them? Like so many other things, it's sometimes easier to see that in others, isn't it? Especially with their cell phones. But how present are we, even without our digital devices? Are we engaged in what others are saying? Are we open with our body language and our eye contact? Our every intention? My little brother, Eric Bird, was featured in a very worthwhile program called the Idaho Falls Family Happy Hour, where the hosts, Jeremy Taylor and Brad Barlow, highlight local attractions in the southeastern Idaho area. Before the first segment that brought to light all my handsome little brother's talents, they invited Dr. Matt Larson to share a mental health minute that so impressed me. His message was simply to keep our minds where our bodies are. He went on to say that most of depression is our minds going back to what happened last week or this morning, and that most anxiety is what might happen tomorrow or what could possibly go wrong. 
He added that his biggest problem with cell phones is that they keep your mind away from your body. You could be sitting right next to someone and your mind could be a million miles away. Isn't that powerful for just a little minute? (laughs) Do you remember my episode called Grounding Rocks, where I taught you several grounding exercises that engage all of the senses? Well, my goal in striving to be more present will definitely include focusing on where I am. When I'm at work, that may mean I need to stop occasionally and take in the smells of the clinic, feel the heat next to my hands as I'm doing a laser procedure. Maybe that means I touch a person on the shoulder as they're sharing something personal with me just to let them know they're being heard. As I spend time with family members, I want to be especially in tune to what I'm hearing them say, what I see hidden behind their facial expressions, and feeling the warm, squishy little bodies of my favorite little humans in my arms. Oh, I love those grandbabies. (laughs) Taking an inventory of where I am right now helps to be fully engaged with my present circumstance. For example, My eyes are tired and strained after a long day of work, and I'm still working on the computer. This morning, I could fully feel the lack of sleep I got last night, and yesterday, boy, could I feel the extra insulin coursing through my veins as I indulged in the sweet treat my bestie brought me when she knew I was having a bad day. Those taste buds were happy, let me assure you. (laughs) So stop right now and close your eyes. What are you feeling in and through your body that connects you to exactly where you are and what you're doing? Can you see how it might be very helpful to check in that way and more regularly? That exercise is going to help us build our present in the now muscles. Aren't you excited? (laughs) I also believe that being fully present includes checking in with ourselves spiritually, not just emotionally and physically. So, what can you feel while you're feasting on the Word of God in the Scriptures? What can you hear during your prayers? Oh, that's a doozy. Because I like to think I pray a lot, but right before bed, I'm going to admit it, especially lately. I'm so tired. Sometimes I'm not fully tuned in to what my Father in Heaven might want me to hear before I retire the day. Are you guys at all like that? Yikes! Oh, because nothing sounds worse than not being present during a conversation with God. Nothing sounds worse. I don't like the sound of that at all. Again, I think of my sweet mother-in-law. Is that something I may want to apologize for when I get to the other side? Will that be a regret when I eventually look into the eyes of my Savior Jesus Christ? That I was never really present in our relationship? Oh, I certainly hope not. The reason I wanted to share these thoughts today was because this is certainly something I can improve upon, like I said. The opportunity to learn more about and practice this methodology gets me so excited to start the process. Do you want to join me in these efforts? So let's pay more attention to our thoughts. Let's set aside a specific time each day to practice mindfully being present or checking in with ourselves and then taking inventory on how we did before we end the day. And I would absolutely love to hear what you've already learned or what you're learning as we develop this skill. So find us on Instagram under Mana and Meatloaf and please share your tips. I love to join there together as we encourage one another. So let's be right here, right now, in the now, okay? Let's be present. Have a great week. <music>